Hello and welcome to episode uh, episode 44 of Life in General. My name is Nick. And I am QAnon. What the hell? <laughs> really, you gotta start oh, you like just, that. You just call me Q. You really gotta start like that. Sure, why not? I can't believe... Oh, hold I on. know. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, uh, uh, as always, any questions or comments, you can email at contact at lifeingeneralpodcast.com. Check us out on our website, which is lifeandgeneralpodcast.com, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on Facebook. Uh, pop quiz for Ian. What's our Twitter handle, Ian? Why the fuck are you asking me? I don't listen to our show. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I honestly don't know it. I don't pay attention to that stuff. So our Twitter handle is at L-I-G-Pod. I don't know. I figured after 44 episodes, you'd... No. No? Still nothing? No. Maybe after 54 64. Hey, you know what? You, maybe you should write it in your notes sometime. Oh, that's right. You don't bring notes. <laughs> don't bring notes. No notes for Ian. <sighs> so yeah, check out all of our previous episodes on, on our website. Uh, we're on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. <clears throat> we're newly on iHeartRadio and Spotify. Spotify, yeah. Um, so yeah, check us out and follow the show on there. And I don't know. Um, Tell us if we suck or not. Well... Mm-hmm. But I am QAnon, so don't don't push me too far. I know where you live. So <laughs> now, now tell me, what was the? So we're going to talk a little politics in this episode, just yes. just to give you fair warning. It's something we haven't done in a while. Well, I'm so. going to try and keep it lighthearted, though. Yeah, Ian's going to try. I'm going to try. So what the whole Q? What exactly is all that? Uh, he's. I know. It's an internet roughly. person who claims to have all the inside dirt oh, on that's the deep right. this, state. This is the thing where the Clintons are running like the back pedophile ring pedophile and, ring yeah, and the lizard people. I mean, it's 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 whatever crazy conspiracy theory thing you can think of. It's probably there, and now it's, their people are showing up at Trump rallies saying we're uh, with Q yeah, or I and am Trump. Yeah, I am know. Q or something like that. Yeah. Is what it says because they think that Q or the deep state is against Trump. So yeah, and they believe that that Donald Trump is part of their movement also the movement to, a, a to destroy well to destroy the no they they're they're in support of donald trump i know i know they they believe that he's Don, gonna just he, take down he, the deep state he's, he supports them is what i'm saying right he believes right. in their crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. nonsense and, and if it gets him applause he will you know well you know. i mean he's a birther so i mean he does believe in some crazy bullshit. i think he even started that to be honest with you you might have see but the, the whole thing about the whole birther movement that never made sense is ian if you were born on the moon but my mom was an American citizen. You're still a natural-born yeah. citizen. I know. I know. <laughs> You're, I don't know what... And, I, and, I know. And, now, and, and, and I do believe that the that President Obama was born in Hawaii. Hawaii so yes. I don't believe that he was born in Kenya, but... Even if he, he were. Even if he were, it wouldn't fucking it matter. It wouldn't matter. He would still be a U.S. citizen. Yes. But you know what? That, that That's not what that was about. Unless That the, was about a black man being know, president. The only time that he wouldn't be a U.S. citizen is if uh, his mother had renounced her U.S. citizenship. Right. Which she hadn't. No. Um, yes, we're not going to be talking about Q or anything like that. Um, no, I was just, I was just, I don't know, it was a spur of the moment thing. I bet. Well, I'm, not, I'm not good at planning shit out. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, obviously. Right. No, no, Ian. Yes. Um, so we just had a... The um ele- the primary. not the election primary election in Michigan. What uh, you you did you who'd you vote for? I voted for Abdul for governor. Did you? Yeah, because we need we need a progressive governor. See, and right. that was the thing that I kind of I voted for Whitmer Gretchen Whitless. Yeah, because I felt like 
even though I liked a lot of things that Abdul Al Said, which is mm-hmm. his name, yep. um, Doctor, yeah, uh, I did agree with a lot of things he said. I just didn't. I I don't believe that he would ever be able to win an election in the state of Michigan. That doesn't mean that. Yeah, sure, but he's not going to. If people go, well, he can't win because he's brown, brown and Muslim. So but but I'm I believe, just not going to vote for him because he can't win. So he never will under those circumstances. Because that means but, even people who support him aren't going to vote for him. The way I look at it, though, is Gretchen Whitmer had a lot of the same ideas, believed, believed a lot of the same things. She has a no, name in the she, state of Michigan. Her agenda is, is it's a carbon copy of Hillary's it's in 2016. Not. It is not. It really is. It's not. Expanding expanding the Affordable Care Act. The Affordable Care Act's been gutted so much, you can't expand it anymore. It is dead. You need to focus on doing something new. Same old, same old is not going to work. It's not going to cut it. But she's already said that she's in favor of a Medicare for all plan also. It's not what she said in her ads. It's what she has said in town hall meetings. Well, so, I mean, it's... I don't go to her town halls, so... But what I'm saying, though, is if... And I know the big knock on Gretchen Whitmer is that she's part of the Democratic, quote unquote, Democratic establishment. Yeah. If that's the case, that means progressives are winning because she is a progressive. She might not be Bernie Sanders progressive, well, I'm, but she I'm, still is a pro- very progressive Democrat. And she's yeah. fought in this state for many years. Well, well, she's been, how long has she been in the? A uh, long time. I mean, uh, over a decade, I want to well, say. It's she like 12 worked, she years. She worked in, like under the, in the Grand Home Administration. So. Yeah, so she's been fighting for progressive causes in the state for over a decade. Hmm. She is a, she has. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to vote for her in the general because I have two options. I have Bill Shitty or Gretchen Whit- Whitless. See, but so I, I'm going to go. See, but that's something that irritates me. And this is the thing that irritates me about fucking liberals mm-hmm. is they say stupid shit like that but it's just i think stupid lot, shit what do i what do i do i cannot vote for her and then we get bill bill shooty but what i'm saying though is it's not witless she has really good plans she has with, with she probably i would say there's probably a good 90 plus percent overlap between her and abdul al-said we'll see like i said she's but got because, my vote in but, the general but because, because she's I not 100 percent of the other guy no, and, and because uh, Bernie Sanders didn't support her, a lot of people in the state are we'll pissed sit it about. Out. Right, I'm not and sitting that's it out. That absolutely fucking irritates. No, me. I know. I'm not sitting it out. I'm not. I'm, I did the same thing in in 2016. Hillary was not my choice, but I voted. But there for was a big. There was a. There was a much bigger difference between Hillary Clinton and Bernie, and, Sanders. And Bernie Sanders than there is from Gretchen Whitmer and Abdul Al Said. There's. They are we'll much see. closer than a lot of people think they are. And I think the media in the state has played into a bunch of that, too. Well, possibly. Possibly. But Because, I, like I said, she has talked about Medicaid for all or Medicare for all. Um, now, granted, she's talked also about – see, and this is the thing. I think she's been more realistic when it comes to health care in the state of Michigan because you're not going to pass a Medicare for all no, but, in, in the state of Michigan. Now, hold on. Hold on one second. Because – Republicans are going to control the state Congress outside of the governor's mansion, hopefully. So you know that they're not going to, you're not going to be able to pass something like that. Mm-hmm. I think one thing a lot of people are tired of in this country, and especially in the state, are politicians that get up there and, and talk about these grand ideas, but they aren't able to fucking pass any of it. So I think she's been, even though she has stated several times, and I've heard her in, in audio clips and in video clips in these town halls talking about 
Medicare for all. Mm-hmm. In her platform, you're right. On her website, it talks about expanding health care coverage. It's, it's, it is rather vague, but I think that she's been more she's been more realistic when she talks about what she wants to do. Okay. Everything you say is true, but in the world we're living but in- But that makes her a bad person. Republicans are extreme. The whole party has been pulled so far to the extreme for- Hold on, but their base will vote for that. Democratic base will not vote That's for that. That's my problem, though. We need to. We need some extreme. We but, need but, rational but, extreme, but, in the, but we but need But in extreme. the state of Michigan, Ian, and you know that for living here for most of your life, to win a state election, you're going to have to win. You're going to have to get voters outside of Ann Arbor, Detroit, Grand Rapids. Oh, I understand and that. I understand. And, you're gonna, I, you're gonna and I've win. been saying it ever since. You're going to have to win voters in Jackson. That's what you're I was have saying. To win voters I, I knew about Sri Thanadar before I knew about Abdul. Yeah. And I, I, I liked him too, but I just said, there's no way outside of what you said, up north, Upper Peninsula, none of those people are going to vote for someone who can, who, whose English isn't, is broken and isn't his first language. Yeah. There's just no way. I understand that. But the problem is, is the Republicans. On all levels of government right now, are pushing everything so far to the extreme. If unless Democrats start going extreme, we just keep giving up ground but when here you, and there. But, but here, small but, pieces of ground because they keep pulling and pulling, and and Democrats aren't willing to 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 fight back to pull it back, and we we're constantly moving towards a nationalist government. Look at it this way: a, a theocracy too. For the record, look at it this way: what would you rather have? A Republican in office or a progressive light? If those are my two choices, a progressive light, okay. of course. Because if, you, because if Abdul Al-Sayed won the nomination, you would have a Republican in office. We still might. You don't realize you're how, right. you're how right. strongly you're, you're, you're people right. are going to be against her because she worked with Granholm, because she's a woman, you're right. because she's a Democrat, and because right. she's not willing to fight you're right. the it's way definitely, that, that it's, it's, the Republicans it's definitely do. Not a, it's definitely not a lock it's by not anything. A, but not, not at all. Not at all. But, and I'm just afraid it's going to be another 2016 situation. But here's the, here's the thing. She is more likely to win voters who are undecided on the west side of the state, Maybe. in the northern parts of the Maybe. state, than a man named Abdul Azaid. Perhaps. Regardless of position. But like I said, if... if that is just f- the flat truth. Okay. But, and you're probably right, the problem is is that if if the people who agree with him aren't willing to vote for him because there's no way he can win in a, in a general election, then they're, they're, we're never going to have people that are like him with the with with uh, Arabic names or Muslims. We're never going to have we that will. representation. Not if our side won't even vote because, for them when they this, want to. This is the thing. We need to, regardless of their position, if they're a conservative Democrat, whatever, we need more people with Ds next to their name Oh, I, I totally agree. In, in, in I totally agree. But the problem is, is if we keep getting so, the same but old the, Ds, this is what, but this, we're, they're going to keep fucking losing. She is not the same Democrat. She is not Jennifer Granholm. And I'm one of the few people that will say that Jennifer Granholm was not that terrible of a governor. Did she make some poor choices? Yes. She did. But she, I think she did what she had to do with the Republican legislature to, to, to pass what she wanted to pass. When does that excuse become null and void? Because Republicans get shit passed all the time, even with Democratic-controlled issues. 
So the Republicans can do it. Why can't the Democrats? As far as well, that that excuse was for Obama. He he had he had he had opposition left and right. He couldn't get any. He couldn't get what he wanted. So his compromises are what we got stuck with. Um, now you're saying that with Granholm. When when do Democrats stop saying I'm going to I did the best Look, I could because so, they were stopping me? So that was when the, Republicans never fucking do that. So that they was say that, they're being opposed when they're not even being opposed. That was the argument for the Affordable Care Act that they had to make concessions with. Lieberman. Yeah, and I know they did. But I'm here's not the saying thing. they did. Here's the thing. If Lieberman was a Republican and not he a Democrat. He is de- a Republican. Hold on, hold on. Yes, he is a, he, at the time he was a conservative Democrat. If he would have had a R next to his name, you would have never had the Affordable Care Act passed. We would not have had the votes to pass it. Because uh, uh, Harry Reid wouldn't have been the, the leader of the Senate. I'm, I'm not that's, that's, arguing that's what with I'm that. Saying. What, I'm, what saying I'm saying is Republicans regardless find a of, way to get their shit pulled when they, even when they yes, don't have the votes, the thing, regardless and of Democrats the spectrum, never fucking do. Regardless of where you fall on the Democratic ideology spectrum, mm-hmm. we need more people with a, with a D next to their name than our people because we need Democrats in charge. And what I'm saying because, is we're not going to get them because the they because don't have any thing. spine. What, because we need Democrats. Well, that's that's a problem with who we're putting in, in, in the races. Yeah. We need more people like, I think we had two very good Democratic candidates. I would have been fine. If Abdul Al-Sayed would have won the nomination, mm-hmm. I would have gladly voted for him come November. Right. I feel the exact same way for Gretchen Whitner. I, I, I think she will be a fantastic governor if she wins. I'm going to vote for her, and I'm, it remains to be seen when I think of her. At this point, it's going to have to be. But the thing her, is, you can go dates. back. You can go back and look at what she has run on. See, that's the other thing with the other. Oh, and I will. The, me, and that's, I will. The, that's the thing with the other two people that are running for the nomination. <laughs> Neither one of them have have worked in government, government in no. the state. So at least, at least you know where she stands on a lot of these issues because she's been talking about it for ten plus years and acting on it. Yeah, believe me, I'm going to look at her record for sure. Um, I mean, she was she was she was a, a, a an openly strong advocate for same sex marriage going back to the early two thousands in well, the state. Well, most Democrats were. No, they weren't. Even President Obama. Wasn't. I know. Well, he he couldn't have been. He had to come out. It was later. But what I'm saying is, she wasn't like behind the scenes talking about it. She was talking about it on the on the floor of the of the Senate in in Lansing, mm-hmm. in the early two thousands. All right. Like I said, I mean, she's she, got my vote regardless, but I'm I'm still I'm, I'm, just I'm saying, leery. I'm just saying when you look down at the things that she has voted for, I just don't see where people can sit here and say that she's not a progressive candidate. We'll see. We'll see. I my problem is is just I'm tired of ever all the Democrats saying we can't go to the extreme. We can't push these limits backwards or you know towards the other side. Because we'll come off as being a, no. A, you know, See, the, the, the they, problem that's, is that's my problem. I want extreme. I want extreme Democrats. I want, I want, I want fucking socialists. We have to get Democrats it, it's only, in charge first. I understand that. I understand because this, because this, this is the way you run. You win the votes of people on the west side of the state. People from Iowa. People, and I'm tired. People but from I'm tired, Nebraska. I'm tired. This is how you win. This is how you win their vote by getting Democrats in office. And proving that we can put policies in place that can help the average person. But we can't because the Republicans will not let them and they push the narrative. They control the narrative now. But that's this country. That's why we we are literally I'm talking two steps away from nationalist country here. But that's why we need. See, the Democrats have been focused on national elections for a decade. 
plus. And they're losing and, them. I know that. But the big thing, the thing that's really hurt them is they have not focused on local state elections mm-hmm. for a decade or more. Mm-hmm. And now you have, what, 30, over 30 states fully run by Republicans. Right. So, yes, it, when you have Republicans that are that run the state house, run the state Senate, and sit in the governor's mansion, it's a lot easier to push your agenda through. And that's why, regardless of where you fall on that ideological spectrum, mm-hmm. we need more Democrats winning these state and local I'm, elections. Again, I'm not disagreeing with you. I just you understand we, where I'm coming from I, too, I, right? I, I completely understand. Where on you're the tug of from. war and I, level, and I and I agree with I, I agree with where you're what you're saying mm-hmm. wholeheartedly. But what I'm saying is, you're talking about eight, nine, and ten, and we're still at one, two, and three. We are the Democrats are so far behind the Republicans yes. because we do not control state, anything. We don't, we, but we need to have control of state legislatures. To be able to put policies in place, and then we can move on to six, seven, eight, and nine. My problem is, is I don't think there will be anything left for them to work on. But that's because we will. They have yes. already fallen into the puddle in the tug of war fight. Yes, and I and, and that is very li- and that's likely. But the problem is, that's not a country you should want your children to grow up in, though. But we've but like I said, trying to start at. Seven, eight, nine, instead of one, two, and three. It works for Republicans. You're not going to get there. But the Republicans have already had the fucking control, Ian. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but they They, didn't. They didn't when the Tea Party started because that's what's taken over. In state elections, yes, they did. The Tea Party didn't even exist before 2008. I know that. But in in state elections, the states have been run by Republicans for 20. The state we're sitting in right now for most of our life has been run by Republicans. Uh, Not really. Yes. No, we had uh, Governor Blanchard. I'm not talking about governors, Ian. Oh. I'm talking about state legislatures. Right. I'm talking about how, state house and yeah. state senate. In states across this country, have been run by Republicans for 20 plus years. Regardless of if you're a Republican or a Democrat governor, you're only going to be able to accomplish what you're. What I understand what how I understand how that fucking works. I'm just. You you do like I said as long as you understand where I'm coming from I do understand where you're I just coming. think we, we're we're on a precipice and if we fall off it doesn't fucking matter You're right cuz you know 10 steps ahead down we, the road We do need more progressive policies we, in place We need the extreme we, to but, pull it back But we need to gain control first yeah. Is what I'm I saying. don't think I don't think it's going to that's going to make make any fucking difference We're going to get control of a sinking ship and it'll be too late But if we try to start, if, the problem is if you try to go too extreme at, to, to win the uh, to win the um, election, you're not going to win it. But I don't see why not. Bernie does so well in in, in his polling and everything. You know what though? I and, don't, and people I don't, who are, I don't think Bernie, Bernie Sanders. Cr- I don't think Bernie Sanders would have beat Donald Trump either. I do. I know. I, I do. I believe he would have. Uh, Bernie Kratz across the country are are gaining ground because that uh, that agenda talks to people. The agenda of inclusiveness yeah, and stuff, what, that though? doesn't talk to white middle class America. It, it wins some. Most of the people that, that Bernie Sanders has endorsed have lost. No, he, he, no. Several, several candidates Sever, have several, he, several has have won. No, a majority of the candidates that, that Bernie Sanders has endorsed have lost. Hmm. The ones I have state, heard of. State and local elections are different than national elections. Perhaps, and I mean, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with that actually either. Like I said, I'm just. I see. I see us at the at the edge of a precipice, and the only thing I can think of to pull us out is to go extreme, because I don't want to. If it goes over, I don't know. And I right. can't live in that country. We need. I it, literally cannot live in that country. 
and that's good. Right. We're we going to exist. We need to be like you said. We do need to be more. We do need to push it more to the far progressive side. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to progressive policies have helped people across this country for a hundred years. But the problem is, like I said, we, we don't control the we narrative. Don't, we don't control the narrative, and we need to control the narrative first before we can push an agenda. But we can't if we only have people who are only half-assed talking about shit. That's my problem. Gretchen Whitmore's, I mean, her, her ads were literally, she, she mentioned expanding Medicaid. That was it. That was her, and, and her ads. Those are, that's what people see. No, most of your average voters are not paying attention to her town meetings. In her expanding Medicare, great, that's, that's fine. But that's not anything. And then fixing the damn roads. She's, uh-huh. And then well, that was how she ended See, most of her ads. Like, then she starts starting her ads with that. Yeah. The, and, the, and the whole. That's th- nothing. There's no substance there. No. It's, well, there, when people talk about the issues with roads in the state, I've talked about it on our show before. It's not a money issue. For the most part, it's not a money issue. Mm-hmm. No, the, I know. The prob- the that's prob- not even the point. I, uh, it's, but it has this, nothing to do the, with what I'm talking about. This is the thing that no one talks She's about. She's half-assing though. everything. And that's what the. I mean, literally, now they're talking about running Joe Biden. I love Joe Biden. I really do. He can't win against Trump. No. So why are they even talking about it? There's still people trying to get Hillary to run again. Are you fucking kidding but me? But this is the problem. This, this is, is the establishment Democrats this I'm talking I'm saying, about. Is there aren't, I, I don't see anyone out there right now that is able to win the Democratic nomination and beat Donald Trump. That's the problem I see with the Democrats. Perhaps, party. but I don't think going with the status quo is, is even an attempt. You're not even trying that. But what I'm saying, though, is if you get, you know, if you if you take someone that's a far left extreme uh, uh, candidate and put him against Donald Trump, he's not going to win. He's going to win California. He'll win New York. He'll maybe. win New York. Yeah. He'll win the states that Democrats normally win. But he's not going to win Ohio. Yeah. He's not going to win Michigan. He's not going to win Minnesota, Wisconsin, Florida. He's not going to win. See, these a states. lot of those policies we are need to policies have, that I don't talk give to a people. Shit. I don't care what you, where you fall on the on the on the spectrum. I want a fucking Democrat in the White House. I agree, but it's not going to make any difference because no one's voting for the Democrats they're putting up. But that's what I'm saying is we need to have we and, you know and it, we're, it's still early on. We still got over two years. Till, I understand that, the, and that's the, the presidential, but. I mean, as much as they talk about the midterms, it is there is some level of indication of what to expect from the mid. You know, once you get to the midterms for the general, yeah. in, you know, twenty twenty. You know, someone who could beat Donald Trump, who? Gavin Newsom. I don't think so. I don't think so. I'd have to look at. I know he's progressive on some things, on a lot of things, on a lot of things. I but mean, I, he he was the mayor of San Francisco for quite a while. Yeah, also. well. It doesn't, it doesn't, being a mayor is very different than being a president. Oh, I know that. He's, well, I mean, he's helped run the state of California for the past, what, four mm-hmm. years, Being a years lieutenant governor is different than being a president. Yeah, well, a businessman is president right now. No, I wouldn't even call him a businessman. He's well, a shyster. I mean, he's a, he's, he's ran businesses his, his life. He's that, run them into the ground. He's a shyster. He's well, a con he, man. He, even if you run businesses into the ground, you're still a businessman, I guess. I, I guess. I guess. But he had no, he, he had no legislative background. So I mean, Gavin Newsom is a, is somebody that has the charisma that could right. beat and our, the our political country chops that expects could beat. our our Democrats to be perfect, and they expect absolutely nothing from Republicans. I don't but understand that, has, that. That has more to do with their base than than anything. There and that's are, and that's the other problem. There I have. Are, Why is it that Donald Trump has a base of about forty percent, but he wins he wins elections? 
How is that possible? If his base is only 40%. Because Democrats don't go out and vote. Oh, uh, yeah. No, no That's shit. That's it. I know. You know, they're talking about how this past the the I election know, it was last a week. Huge yeah, increase. They, yeah, it was fifty two percent. Yeah, that's it. Fifty two percent. I thought it was lower. I thought it was in the forties. I no, don't know. It was fifty two percent. It was just over two million. That's ridiculous. I understand. You're absolutely right. You're 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 absolutely right. But I can say I can say this. That but only forty seven percent of Republicans turned out. Oh well. So that's an indicator of something, I guess. Yeah, but so the one thing I can say is so I've been. I've been into politics since 87. when we were old enough to really comprehend some of it. Yeah, so I was, you know, pretty young. I remember, I remember the the debates between Dukakis and Bush. Yeah, Bush Senior. Yeah. Um. So, over the course of the past thirty years, I I don't remember ever there being as much enthusiasm on the Democratic side going into a midterm election than there is right now. Well, I I've just, never I seen just it. hope it's not false optimism. That's all. Well, no, and, and that's the other thing is I've read a lot of people talking about how, and and almost laughing about how people are talking about this blue wave coming. Right, and they're saying it's not it's, a blue wave; it's a red wave in disguise. Because I've I've seen online people talking about how they're actually Republicans that are that will vote for Republican come November, but they were casting ba- uh, votes for a Democrat in the in the. Uh, the election last that week. That happens every in every primary where you have to go party line. Yeah, but there, and, and it was the same thing going in, in the 2016 election. You had a lot of people that were coming out of the uh, the voting booth saying, yeah, I voted for Hillary Clinton, but they really didn't. Yeah. So it's really going to be hard to see. So what you're saying is not only we're, we're a country of idiots, we're a country of liars. Pretty much. Yeah, lack the courage of our fucking convictions. Yeah. I voted for Abdul, and I have no problem admitting that. Yeah, but, you know, it'd be, that's how that's how Americans are, though. You, when you If you walked on the street right now, anywhere in the country, and you ask every single person, hey, who would you vote for in the last election? Most of them aren't going to tell you that. Which is stupid. Again, the, it, to me, it, it lack, it, it's cowardly. Stand up for what you believe in. If, 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 if you cast a vote, you ca- you're casting a vote based on your beliefs. Stand up for it. You're willing to stand up for your beliefs in invisible people in the sky. Stand up for your beliefs for real people. Break. Hey, that's my well, no. That's my concern. The Department of Justice is trying to open up a religious freedom task force. You know what that means. I hope you understand you, you what that what, fucking you, means. You know what that means, right? It means elections have consequences and vote for a fucking Democrat. Yeah, I understand vote, that. I always vote for Democrats. Vote, I vote, never vote Republican. Okay. Vote for Democrats that can win elections. Well. At the end of the day, that's all you get. You have you have cho- one choice, and the big ones you have one choice. Yeah, you know that's what a primary is for. A but, primary is for. But you have a choice before that. I voted for Abdul. I know, and I and he lost. So whatever. I have now. I have one choice. But the problem is the like the problem I have with a lot of people, a lot of Bernie Sanders supporters. I know they won't vote. They won't. I vote. know. I, I know. I know one specifically who will not vote for Gretchen Whitmer. Yeah. I Regardless, mean, I, and I, I and I and I had the same argument with him. I said. You're cutting off your nose to spite your face. Yeah, the, but the, he will not cast his vote. Thing, he did not cast his vote for for Hillary, and he will not cast his vote for. I her. think the thing that will help Gretchen Whitmer, and I think the reason that she will win come November, is the fact that the legalization of marijuana is going to be on the ballot, and that is going to drive. I think it's going to really drive Democrats to the point. I hope so. I mean, if that's what it takes, but that that's now. What does that mean in 2020? Do they all and, just stay home then? And that's and that's the thing. I mean, historically, Democrats stay home in midterm elections. Well, 
I, I'm not I'm not a conspiracy nut, but I I've studied history enough to know trends. And when I see the trends that I'm seeing coming out of the Trump administration and, and other parts of the government right now, they never end well. Especially for people who are free thinkers. Never end well. So get out and vote. Unless you want to be told how to think and what to believe and how to believe and how to worship and all that other bullshit. And this isn't just for atheists. This is for people who don't follow the evangelical line that Jeff Sessions is, and yeah, Mike which, Pence follow. Which is most people in the country. Yeah. If you don't if you want to be able if you want to be able to worship freely, truly freely, do not let the government develop a task force for religion. Only not only is it unconstitutional to the extreme, but it is dangerous. It is very fucking dangerous. Potentially. Not pote- it shouldn't fucking happen. It is dangerous. You are you're right. It, it is dangerous happen, but... even in the thought of it is fucking dangerous. But if it but, actually happens. But like I said, it all goes back to putting out nominees that we can, don't have any that, control that can, over that. We do because we vote for them. We vote for them in the primaries. Yes, that's it. They, that's it. We had three that, choices. That's, but that's what I'm talking about: voting, voting for people that can win elections. And how do you know that who can win elections? And granted, you, I understand you don't. You, don't. you know the brown Muslims not going to win an election. But the thing is, Bernie Sanders should have been the the nominee running as, uh, yeah, running abs- as Donald absolutely. Trump. That's what I'm talking about. Right. Okay. Going through that process. Yeah. Everyone and they they haven't learned because no. they're not they're, no. they're 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 talking about the same old same old yes and with this pass with the with the with the primary that just happened in Michigan a candidate two of the three were people that were at least on the progressive side oh well, I thought all three if if you're saying Gretchen Whitmore is on the progressive side she is she then is. all three of them were. I think no, because I think the what's his name? Shree. Yeah, he, I mean he wasn't even a uh, Democrat until just just before well, deciding to his, run for his, his platform was progressive. Yeah, well he. I didn't vote for him, but his platform was progressive. I think I think it was all. All you can do is go by what, they, I, what their I, platform. I think is. he was a, a a Democratic huckster, basically. Yeah, maybe maybe I didn't vote for him, so no, I, mean, I didn't either. But you know, if you look through the things that Gretchen Whitmer has. Stood on the floor and argued and voted for. She is a progressive. She has fought for progressive values. Granted, maybe not. Hillary was fighting for a lot know, of progressive and things and, too. And here's the thing: no, the, so, the, so, the, from so the big knock. I saw. I kept reading the same. The big knock on Gretchen Whitmer was uh, that Blue Cross Blue Shield had had uh, donated money to her her campaign. Okay. Which, from everything I found online, I can't find where that's actually true. I found where a lot of Blue Cross Blue Shield um, employees had donated money to her. Okay, which but, has nothing to do with Blue Cross. No, right? which it doesn't. But everyone's saying. But oh, I guess it depends on how you how you do that. We're talking employees, as in like chairman of the board employees. No, because no. that that makes a difference. No, from everything I, I haven't found anything where any top level executives were donating. money And what to her kind campaign. of money are we talking about too? The dollar I, I makes don't know. a big difference I don't know. too. I don't know because. Abdul said he wasn't taking any any donation any any corporate donations. Oh, speaking of that, I did see that the Democrats came out and said that they're going to start accepting uh, money from fossil fuel companies. Oh, so, so we should just give give up then, because who fucking cares anymore? 
<laughs> I, I, mean, you, I thought you were gonna keep this on a on a, on a, on a when you say shit like there. that. It's like what? Then what the fuck does it matter? But here's the thing, though. Here, it's here, it's see, over. See, Climate change is here. Here's well, the, the world is fucking burning. Here's the great thing about and that. And let's take more money from the people who set it on fire. Here's the great thing about that. This whole situation is you read something like that in the media, and you're like, oh fuck, yeah, exactly. What you said, what the hell are we doing? You know. But it was just something. It was just a rule they just enacted not too long ago that they were going to stop taking money. It was literally. I don't want to say. It was say like, stop or start. So they had put a, a, a rule in place just recently that they were going to stop accepting money. Okay. And then they came out today, I think it was, and reversed their decision. So it's not like they haven't been accepting money for decades. It's not the, it's not the point, though. We can literally walk outside and know that the world is fucking burning. Yeah, so no, England is, is in the middle of a record heat, uh, wave. heat wave. We've had record highs in this country all fucking summer. I know that. Wildfires, lit- California is literally on fire. The state is fucking burning up. Speaking of that, did you? I don't know if you saw or not, but they I guess they it's gotten to the point now where they have inmates out fighting fires in California. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. The fucking planet is burning. Mr. Trump, the planet is burning. You're you live here. You have to breathe the same fucking air we do. Why? Why are you letting this happen? Cuz it all goes back to money. Money isn't going to do you any good if you're suffocating. But they don't think like that, though. Well, they should. They're they fucking don't. idiots. All they care about is lining their pockets. And it's not just them. Democrats do the same thing when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. It's all about money. We need to get that out. It's too late. It doesn't fucking matter. I really, I'm almost, I go back and forth. There's like days where I care, and there's days where I think, there's nothing I can do. It's, it's, these people are fucking lunatics. They don't give a shit. They're going to let us all fucking die. They don't fucking care. Well, because and there's nothing we can do about it. Because their mantra is, I've got mine, go get yours. And it doesn't matter what their mantra is. It's just, the, it's just the reality of, the, of it. They, they're going to let us all fucking die. Because they the have The human theirs. race will not continue if the planet is on fire. But here's the thing, though. They, they, a lot of them just don't believe that's true. A lot of them sit there and say, well, and... and well, there, I guess there's two two arguments that they use. One there's is there's a couple actually. There's there, more than two. There's one that, well, I'll say because uh, you know one I'm going to talk about. The, the overwhelming thought is one that it doesn't exist. That's all bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. And the other one is that uh, that it does exist, and it's a naturally occurring thing, and that humans play, but but humans play no role in it. Right. Are the two major... The two major ones. The two major ones. And then there's a small, smaller percentage that think... Because well, you, you're... But you're always going to have people, regardless of the situation, that are going to go off the reservation. It's yeah. just like when... when they're the, not going off the reservation. They're saying it doesn't matter because Jesus is coming back. That's why. That's what that's I mean. That's not it's, off the it's, reservation. That's... It's dumb. That's... And that's, 75% of the country. And that's, no, uh, 75% of the country does not think 75% that. of this country thinks Jesus is going to come back eventually. Well, I'm one of them. Yeah, my point exactly. You think I'm dumb? Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, I don't think you're dumb. I think so, you're smart. But it, my point going is, back to what I'm if, saying, you think, if you think you have eternal, li- eternal life when you die, you're less likely to care about what's going on right that's now. Not, that's not true. That is very true. Beca- but that the, is very true. But like I was saying, though. Ask the, any suicide bomber. It's very fucking true. Well, that's that's different, though. It's that, not that's, different. That, it's that, the same, that plays it's the in a same mentality. Role. But going back to what I was saying, though. So you've got two major 
thought processes. And that's, and that's kind of where they go. It's either if you believe that either it doesn't exist or it exists, but we have no role in it, mm-hmm. then it's a lot easier to say, well, let's not do anything about it because right. we, can't, we can't fix it. Right. But every scientist has proven that it... Don't say every, because it's not every. 98% of the exactly. scientists, 98 That's true. 8%. That's true. Believe and agree on the, on the evidence that says man is playing a huge part of it. Yes. If you have that, for if you have 98% certainty on anything, go with it, because it's probably fucking true. You're right. And, and, and I, I'm one of the people that completely agree that global warming obviously, obviously does exist and we play a large role. Yes. And even if it doesn't, this is this is the thing that gets me. If self-preservation played a role in it, you would think, okay, maybe man doesn't play a role in it. But just in the off chance that we do, maybe we should make some fucking changes. Well, yeah, because I've been saying it for a long time that, look, if we're wrong, if-, if Nothing the, fucking happens. No, nothing happens. We have a, a, a more green- country or yes. world and we, we we have workers who work on solar panels instead of working in fucking yes. coal mines yes but if we're, if if we're if you guys if the other side is wrong then the whole world is fucked yes yeah i've been saying it for a long time i know time. it's pascal's wager in reverse yes it really is but in this case there's actually some there's there's something at stake so uh <laughs> <laughs> This really wasn't the topic we were going to have for the show. <laughs> um, no, it wasn't, but hey. And I said I was going to keep it light, but I got really angry there. I was like, my, I, could, I, could, I could feel my, my blood pressure going up. Oh, I figured we haven't talked politics in a while. So I know. It's... We've had some arguments, though, on the show, I think, recently. Have we? Eh, I'd have to go back and look. I know we argued quite a bit on the, po- well, politics president, so we did our president yeah. show. So I guess the the question is, Ian, do you want to continue talking about this, or do you want to talk about our topic? <laughs> well, let's well, let's just bring up the topic. We can maybe brush through it pretty quickly. Well, some of it we can, some of it I don't know. So originally, so this whole can the the topic came about because I was watching is Bill Maher, Bill Maher yep. and mm-hmm. there was a lady on there talking about I don't even know what the hell she was. She, was, she, had, she wrote a book about it. Well, is that what it yeah, was? It she, about this? It was about all this, yeah. But she had talked about the Liberty Amendments, mm-hmm. which I had no clue what the hell they were about. And she had made a mention about how it's something that no one talks about. No. Yeah. And so it was a book by, was it Mark Mark Levin? Yeah, and she wrote a book about it too. But yeah. the, this is, so Mark Levin wrote a book back in 2013. It was a, uh, a New York Times bestseller, debuted at number one, mm-hmm. called The Liberty Amendments. And basically it was, it's a set of 11 amendments that he believed um, would return the country to its true true intent, basically. Mm. Um. Well, I guess, and I guess her book is more about the the backdoor dealings of of how they're trying to get these amendments. Correct. Yes. Correct. Yeah. So there's and and there is a slight conspiracy aspect to all of it, um, but as as far as I know, at least. As recent as September of last year, there's a group of GOP lawmakers mm-hmm. that got together and actually uh, worked on out, out, outlining how to go about a constitutional, conven- con- a constitutional convention, um, which they need 34 states, and there's already over 20 that have agreed to a convention. By the way, it would be the first convention since the drafting of the Constitution. Constitution yep. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so basically, I guess we can just kind of run through some of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first amendment that he proposed would be in, to impose congressional term limits. Which, for what it's worth, isn't a bad idea. Well, and that's the thing is term limits sound like a good idea when right. you, on paper. Right. Um, but I, I guess it's a way to stop what they call lifetime politicians, basically, from getting comfortable and, and right. not and not not really following the what their voters want them to, to accomplish. Right. Uh, but really, in the long run, it's detrimental to, to, to well, our society. There's, there's two ways you can look at it. It's detrimental, yes, because it requires, essentially, you've got basically politicians just campaigning instead of actually doing anything. They're just constantly campaigning. Yeah. Second, the other problem is when you figure in gerrymandering, which well, see, is a big part of the GOP's strategy... Then you, you're just basically re- just cycling through the same candidate over and over again, and the and the policies are still being controlled by the GOP rather than the people. Yeah, because it, when you have term limits, one of the biggest side effects of it is even if you have the most effective um, uh, lawmaker out there, eventually he's not going to be able to be in office anymore. Right. Uh, so with the, with with a turnover, with I don't remember how many. I didn't read exactly how how long of a term limit they wanted, um, but regardless of what the term limit is, if you have high turnover, the only thing that's going to be the consistent there are going to be special interests, and, uh, and well, that's and, and that's what they want. That's from what the one lady well, was talking yeah, about. Special interest and lobbyists so yeah. the, are the people that's, who's going to run. That's who, that, and that's who's fi- financing these. Essentially, according to her and her book, that's who's financing it's the Koch brothers. It's you know the the lobbyists, the people with the money, the yeah. PACs, super PACs. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but yeah, so it's while term limits probably have um, they sound good. They, they sound really, good. They do but sound and like good. I said, in the long run, I think it would hurt uh, the policy making process. It would. It would. It has. I mean, it has with presidents. I feel. I mean, look at what Roosevelt was able to accomplish in twelve years. There's no other president who's been able to accomplish that much in that amount of time. No, or in you know because they had less time is what I'm saying. So yeah, but uh, second one's a bad fucking idea um, across the board. What's the second one? Uh, oh, repeal the Seventeenth Amendment. Yeah, which would return uh, elections of U.S. senators back to state yeah. legislatures. That means the people don't have really any say in who represents them, other than voting for the people in the legislature who 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 choose. But the, I mean, look at look at the record. Even with Democrats, but specifically with Republicans, look at who these people choose to be their head of this department or that department. Yeah. Do you really want them choosing who's who's literally speaking on your behalf in yeah. the Senate? No. Well, see, in this the way I kind of look at it, and I'll try to be real quick on this, is mm-hmm. if you look at probably the most famous uh, Senate race in American history, uh, which was 19, it was 1858, which was Abraham Lincoln. Um, against uh, Stephen Douglas as well. Okay. Um, the main question at the time was the expansion of slavery in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, but the biggest problem about that race that people don't really think about was Lincoln and Dave and and, and Douglas weren't on the ballot. Mm-hmm. All the all the the people the voters in in Illinois were doing were voting for either Republican Congress. Or, dem- or a Democrat. Right. Which Congress. is kind of how they do it in Britain. They vote yeah. for a party and then the party picks their leader. So when you have such an emphasis on on a national stage, it really 
it really downplays the importance of local um, uh, necessity, lo- local issues, yeah. whether it's roads or schools or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's it's no longer the the issue in your local election, really. If you don't you have a going? say in who are the in who you put there, because you know. because all you're looking at is, well, I need to vote in this party so I can get these members to the right. U.S. Congress, right? Yeah, that's it's just it's a bad idea. And like I said, I, I said this before because Bill Maher is a strong advocate for having um, more senators if you have a bigger population because he doesn't understand why Rhode Island has two senators and California has two senators. Yeah. And and I see his point, but I don't agree. I don't know if well, more see, cooks in the kitchen is what we need. See, and that's the other thing. But is, um, I don't think we should leave up our representation to that kind of party line or party decision. Just, we just can't do that. Well, yeah, because think. when you look at underpopulated states, mm-hmm. in those circumstances, if the 17th Amendment were repealed, it'd be easier for corporations and, and the rich, basically, to buy Senate seats. Right, exactly. In those, in those underpopulated states. And they wouldn't have to spend that much money because they're only buying two seats. Yeah. So yeah, no, I it's it's a bad idea repealing the second the seventeenth amendment. Huge huge problem there. Um, number three was uh, impose term limits for Supreme Court justices and restrict judicial review, which I I do I agree so, with half of I, that, I, not with the other. I agree half with of the it. second half of it. And yeah. a lot of people look at. Oh wait, wait! I don't agree with the second half. Restricting judicial review. I mean, if they if they're doing their job, their their job is to interpret the Constitution. No, it's not. No, it does not. It, that it, judicial review was something that they gave themselves in 1803 with Marbury versus Madison. The Supreme Court 1803. Was, that was 200 years ago. Yes. They've been doing it that way for 200 fucking years. But and in many cases, it's been beneficial. No, in a lot of uh, it's been beneficial in civil rights cases. You want to know something? If it wasn't for judicial review, uh, separate but equal wouldn't have existed anyway. Uh, they probably would have. No, because it was it have. was a judicial review case. It it still would have existed. It may not have existed on the on a, on, a, on the level that it did. It still would have existed in the South. There's no way it wouldn't the, have. Yeah the the purpose of the Supreme Court is the the last quarter of uh, the final quarter of review is basically all it is. Mm. It was never intended to to expand uh, federal law or restrict it or whatever. Right. But they. They, these are the, what I'm talking about is the, the cases where they have reviewed the, or they're cases that have gone through the normal judicial process. They were the final. Brown they, versus they, Board of Education, Roe v. Wade. I mean, these are cases but, but, that Ro, went through the Ro, lower Ro, courts. Roe v. Wade. They created law. The Supreme Court created law in Roe v. Wade. They had to because they, that's how they interpreted the inter- the. The situation at the time, but the thing is, that's not the that's not the intent of the court. If you want, if you want laws in place, you right. you elect the but people. But if to, you to can't get them. the laws pl- passed, the, that makes sense. The law, they, when it comes up to them, they have to determine if that what is happening here is is constitutional or not. And that's I mean that, that's all they did. They said it is it's the right of abortion is constitutionally protected. Yeah, that makes a law to a degree, but that's not what that was about. That was about a woman going through the judicial process to to guarantee her rights. You take that away, and now we don't have that. Where where you does do, you do where does somebody that. go if the if the government isn't isn't if they have a grievance? Where do they go? 
Because the, then again, if you say the, ju- the the Supreme Court can't do that because that's making law. But giving giving the court judicial review makes them the most powerful branch of the government, and that's not the way that the that the government was created. Well, it's it's where it because, has because, worked because with judicial review, where's the check and, checks and balances on that? There are none. Well, under the cir- under there current circumstances, I would agree with you because there Re- won't be. And under any circumstances, there's not. Regardless of who's in office. Well, you with, would with, hope. With, with, there is no override of judicial review. And that's that's the issue. If you if 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 you get to a point where... Let's not be too long on this because we're already like 50 minutes in the show. Okay. But. Real quick. It's just if you get to a point where the government is not making laws that protect your rights for this certain things, take gay marriage or something like that. How else are you supposed to, as a, as a, as a citizen, exercise your grievances with the government? Because it's, it's essentially, your argument is, is your constitutional rights are being infringed. How do you go about that without the, without the Supreme Court? It's a good question. But, you know, and if you, take, if, you, if you neuter the Supreme Court, then, then people like that will never have a voice, ever. If they have a grievance, they will not have a voice. Yes, sometimes the Supreme Court has been, what do they call it, uh, legislating to a degree. But if if it's constitutionally viable, and it has been in if many cases. If you don't like the laws, you vote people in to change them. Okay, yeah, you don't like the laws. That's fine. That's all. sounds all pretty. But in this country, that's not how it fucking works. But Nick. maybe it would be. Maybe, it if, wouldn't. You, hold on, hold on. Getting rid of the look, Supreme let's, Court's let's not going to change real, that. Real quick before we move on. If there, if, <laughs> if there were no judicial review and you had people in the streets marching for what for whatever the cause is, you don't think that they, they, they have a, a greater likelihood of change the people that no, are in office? I really don't. Nope. Because they don't have a legal recourse to challenge the government personally. I think every citizen should have that right to you challenge to, the you government. Have to, you have to show damages to be able to, to, to sue the government. I think I well, it's not it's not that easy. It's not as easy as it doesn't matter. They should have the they should have the right to try. Hey, let's move on real quick because I don't want I could spend a whole show talking term about limits. That. Up until this year, I probably would have said no, but under the circumstances, I don't want no because you 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 run into the same thing. I understand you that. run into the same issues with term limits. I don't like term limits outside of the president. And I think they should expand that to a degree, even I, once Trump's out of office. I, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with, with term limits on presidents, but mm-hmm. everything else, no. Um, the the next one, um, which was number four, is that what we're on? Yeah. yeah. Uh, require a balanced budget and limit federal spending and taxation. Which means no taxation and don't spend anything on anyone who's poor. Yeah, you know, it's... I mean, that's so what most, that means. Most, I think most states, I'm not sure if all of them do, but I, think, I know most states have- Some form of balanced bal- budget bal- issue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, a balanced budget amendment, right. um, which is fine on a state level. It works right. because, level, because right. they're able to cut funding and do different things. On a national level, uh, you wouldn't have Medicare. You wouldn't have Social Security. You wouldn't have food stamps. You wouldn't have basically Why any- wouldn't we have Social Security? I don't understand that. I keep talking. We pay into Social Security. Where does that money go if they take it away? Because this is the thing. So the, so the so the Social Security Trust Fund. I know a lot of people say it's full of IOUs and things like that. The the but we're paying into. Hold it. on one second. If you pay into hold it, on you one have, second. You, hold on. It should be hold guaranteed. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. The Social Security Trust Fund has over two trillion dollars in it right now. It's invested in Treasury notes. Right. Okay. So it's actually counted into the debt. 
Okay. That's why. Okay. That's why. Because So if they when, get rid of it, what happens to the people who've been paying into it? They just know, sorry, your money's gone? Well, the way that Social Security was created was a... It wasn't created to have money in any tr- in it at all. It's supposed to pay out as it brings it in. It wasn't. I understand it, that. Hold on, hold My on point, one second. I, hold on one second, Dad. God damn it! <laughs> Until the 1980s, that's how it worked. Mm-hmm. And then as the as as they saw the baby boomers coming, the baby boomers were the first generation to pay for not only their parents' retirement but also their own retirement. I understand in Social yep. Security. So they doubled the the payments into Social Security, which is why there's such a huge uh, trust fund right now. Fair such a, such a large amount in the trust fund. As the baby boomers die out, that number will reduce, and we'll go back to having something more similar to what it was originally, okay. which is paying in, paying out as it brings in. So it wasn't made to have a bunch of money in it. Right. It's not about that. I'm just saying what you pay in is what you get back. Correct. So if they can, the way they talk, getting rid of it or going away, what happens to the people it's who've not, already paid into it's it? It's not going away. What what they want to do is they want to privatize it and invest. Instead of investing the money in treasury notes, which is constitutionally backed investment, right. they want to take that money and they want to invest it in the stock market so their buddies on Wall Street can make money off of it and play around with it. Fair enough. Ultimately lose the fucking money, and then it's not there anymore. That's we, my point. It, it, How it, is that legal? So if it goes, because it's, it's like any investment. Hmm. If, Ian, if you take money and invest it in the stock market and- and but that's my money. I know that. I'm, they're taking my money. And the, not my, and, I'm not giving here's them the permission. Thing. Here's yeah. the thing: if you invest that money and the market goes belly up, you you can't sue the stock market because of it. No, because but invested. if my money is taken against my will, it, it's not taken against the will because once again you're voting those people in office. Mm. This is once again where I say elections have consequences. Well, I've I've been saying it forever too. I've always said it. So, like I said, balanced budget works on a state level. It wouldn't work on a, on a federal level. Because right. the other thing is, in an, eco, an economic downturn, the government needs to have the ability to borrow money to stimulate the economy. Not only that, but our, our, our currency itself comes with debt. Yeah. So we're never, never going to balance the budget anyway. No, no. And like I said, there's because of Social Security, because of that 2 to $3 trillion that's owed in to treasury the, notes, in tr- treasury notes mm-hmm. that debt isn't extinguishable unless you get rid of Social Security. Yeah. So you can't have a balanced budget and, and have social, social security. security. Right. But again, because that's what they it's, want. Because it's non-distinguishable debt. That's, but that's what they want. So number five is uh, define a deadline to file taxes. And they su- he suggested one day before the next federal election. What is the point of that? I don't, I don't really... understand that one either. I don't, that's like I don't that, have anything to yell about yeah, on that one. Because no, I don't that, get it. That's literally all my note says. Is, that's, I'm not that's sure what, what the point of this would be. That's all my list says, too. Um. Uh, so I guess number six, uh, subject uh, subject federal departments and bu- and bureaucratic regulations to periodic reauthorization. Technically, or then we do that every time we reelect somebody. Yeah, pretty much. When you and get a new when you get a new administration in, all that shit gets done anyway. Yeah, that's stupid. That was a waste of fucking time. Pretty much. Well, I, I see unless you're making it, then you have to change it up, and, and then they probably want it done every two years rather than yeah. Every and, four that, years. and that was the thing I was looking at is you know if you're if you're changing it. I don't know. It, it, I, I just don't think it'd, it'd be really good to change it because I, I think they're talking about actually reauthorizing reauthorizing actual departments, right? Not necessarily people within them. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's so they Pure, can get rid of the EPA like yeah, they exactly. want to. Periodic periodic Department review. of Education. I'm, I'm fine with a, with a review every so so many years or whatever, or an audit like they well, should I mean, do with. 
like I said, they kind of do that anyway. When you when you get a new president, he, puts his own pick, people he has to put his own people in. They have to reevaluate the whole situation yeah. anyway. Yeah, so if they're competent. To, anyway. So to a certain extent, we already kind of do that, but yeah, I, mm-hmm. in a certain way. Um, the next one, number seven, which is create a more specific definition definition of the Commerce Clause. Which I don't know what the Commerce Clause is. So Basically, all the Commerce Clause regulates uh, interstate commerce, commerce with the... Uh, Foreign countries and commerce with, um, with Native American tribes. I don't understand what's so wrong with the way we do it now. I mean, maybe well, foreign, foreign. Because here's trade. the thing: when they passed the Affordable Care Act, it was passed under the Commerce Clause. That was the justification of uh, of. That's how they classified it as a tax. Oh, uh, okay. So that, that's that's what I think where the, a lot of the concerns come from. But the Commerce Clause was also used widely in the 1960s for the fight for civil rights mm-hmm. um, by saying that uh, that was kind of the justification for saying that businesses couldn't discriminate against minorities. Right, right. It was under the... Um, the next one, the only... Th- I, I'm curious about this one. Limit eminent domain powers. I'm okay with that unless it means that it would eliminate the power of the government to say... Um, make areas protected. Well, see, and that's well, eminent domain is is the government saying, okay, well, we need to put in new sewer systems. We need to take five feet of your property, right? But so, but does it is it also the same power that they have to say create national parks? That I'm not sure. Or sell off national parks? Well, see, and this is the thing is is I don't is eminent domain even really issue? Because really, not not that I've ever noticed because it, it. no one's ever come. No one's going to come to your house and say we want your property and we and, it. and if they do, and if they do, they have to give you value, market value, because because of the Fifth Amendment, right? Under the Fifth Amendment, if they take your 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 um, private property for public use, you've got to be compensated for it, right? And it's got to be just comp- compensation, right? Well, I, I, yeah, market value, I would imagine. Yes, so, yeah. um, so, so that, not, that's why I'm wondering if because that's what I don't understand. The eminent domain powers aren't really exercised, and when they are. They're exercised in a way yeah, there's that's not, there's, there's not there's abuse compensation. To it. There's yeah. no abuse. Yeah. So so the only thing I can figure is they want to eliminate that so they can start buying up, say, national parks. Maybe and but start drilling not, on them. But that's and stuff in reverse, like that. though. That's not. Well, no. It, but what it does is it, it limits the government's power to say no. Oh, maybe. Okay. So the corporations can come in and say, maybe. you know, we want we want Yellowstone National Park because there's a lot of oil under that ground. Maybe I got you. You know. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's fine because we we're the government. We don't have any power on that anymore. Um, the next one I kind of have, a, the next two are kind of both pretty similar, and I've got really big issues with both of them. Um, I'll do both of them together. So okay. number nine is allow states to more easily amend the U.S. Constitution by bypassing Congress. Okay. And number 10 is create a process where two-thirds of the states can nullify federal law. That seems both a little of, shady to yeah, me. Like yeah. it sounds, there's some element where you're like, maybe okay, I think I get that, but... It sounds shady to me. Well, yeah, because <coughs> I guess it depends. Well, two-thirds of the, of the states, the problem is that's a lot of open land and, and not a big population. Well, yeah, so all you would need is 34 out of the 50 states. Right. And that's what I'm saying. 34 of the, uh, I mean, say, take the South, for example. You could get the whole South and maybe part of the Midwest and then they're going to govern the whole country. I'm fine with something. And they're kind of already doing that anyway with I'm, the electoral I'm fi- college. I'm fine with with two thirds. I'm sorry. I'm I'm a fine. I'm fine with nullifying federal law, but not two thirds. If you want to do like four fifths, so you need forty of the fifty states, then that's probably more reasonable. 
Yeah, I, maybe. I, I, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Um, the other thing is where it's uh, making it more easily, making it more easy to amend the U.S. Constitution. I guess it really depends on how easy they want it to be. Right. right. Because currently, you need, like I said before, well, with the other one, you need two thirds of the states to amend the U.S. Constitution. Right. Um. That's that's the one I I I see nothing but shadiness in. <clears throat> because if you're making it easier, that means that you if you're if you're the party in power, you can get constitutional amendments put in. Now granted, so can the next party come exactly. in. Exactly. But then it's just a a clusterfuck yeah. of laws changing and there's no value to it. Exactly. Because that's why I was thinking, I'm thinking, are you gonna want to go with like a simple majority? Well, to, and, and to who's to it? say? Because if that's the case, I mean that's pretty easy to come by. Hell yeah. the, hell they already have, I want to say, twenty four states. So Get another state or two, right? And there's your you can do whatever you want to right. bypass Congress, and that's and then at that point, what's the point of having Congress anyway? Exactly. So, I mean, there's I, I see again, it just seems shady to me because I know the people who are financing this, and I know the people who are pushing for this. I know what their agendas are, for the most Re- part. Regardless of what their agendas are, I don't want I don't want it to be so easily. Anything to, I don't want the Constitution to be so easily rewritten. Well, not only that, but the argument for the Electoral College is that it gives states that don't have huge populations the same level of voice, the same um, value of voice yeah. in elections, in federal elections. What this is doing is that's keeping that, but it's changing it for laws. Yes. It's saying, no, only the, these states that don't have the bigger population are going to dictate the laws for the rest of the country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, it's, it's like the in the reverse, and I don't like that at all. Um, so the last one, which is require photo ID to vote and limit early vote. Did you have to show your ID to vote the other day? I, I was asked for my ID, but if you do not, and I saw a posted all over the place that if you don't have a photo ID, you could sign an affidavit to, oh, to vote. See, they didn't even give me that option. I, I was, I, I, I handed over my voter card, yeah, my voter registration card, and she goes, I need your driver's license. Yeah. I need your driver's license. There was no choice. Do you have a driver's license? No. She needed my driver's license. And I didn't, it didn't, I didn't want to start a scene, but it pissed me off a little yeah. bit. Because I had my voter card. That's, they give that to you for a reason. Yeah. It's, it, in Michigan, if you don't have your, if you don't have a photo ID, you can sign an affidavit mm-hmm. to, uh, to state who you are. Because every person who registers to vote gets a fucking voter registration card. Yeah. That should be all you need. Well, see, I don't have. I'm okay with with requiring a photo ID to vote, but only if photo IDs are made available to everyone for no cost. Right. And I'm talking not having to go to the, the uh, Secretary of State to get an ID. I'm talking about having vans that will drive around through your neighborhood and do a fucking ID. Well, how, how would they verify that that's you? I mean, hey, You know what? They have rolling consulates. Do you know that? No. So yeah, if you're a, if you're a Mexican if you're a, a Mexican national living in Nashville because they ha- they do it in Nashville that's where I worked in immigration so mm-hmm. I know that uh, a couple times a year they have a rolling consulate that come through and you can go do passports and uh, matricula cards which is their little ID card down there mm-hmm. um, so you can do the same thing with a with a voter ID card or a, a national ID card here I don't know man I would think I'd maybe go as far as to say have a van that drives around and drives people to the Secretary of State to get their ID. See, but, but I think you have to be able to prove that you're who you are to get an ID. Well, you even if the requirement wouldn't be any different if a van drove through your neighborhood, 
So you still have to be able to prove that you're you. Yeah, you still okay. have to prove who yeah, you as are. Yeah, as long as you. But they, but but I'm not bring, worried about bring the ideas to you, not you yeah, going. Yeah, and that's the and that because that, that's the problem is there's a lot of people who can't get who to can't, the Secretary of State exactly. So if if, if making an ID r- required, but making but not making it free basically constitutes it's a tax. It's a voting tax. It's a voting tax. I agree. I agree. My my biggest problem was I have a voter identification that's my yeah. card I, that is sent to me when i vote registered to vote mm-hmm. why did you need my my driver's license you're requiring me to now give two forms of identification essentially that's what pissed me off yeah um i wasn't like i said i didn't want to start a scene and it was a little old lady but she was very forceful but i didn't want to yell at a little old lady yeah you know especially since she's just volunteering i understand that but you know i have my voter card it's right there it tells you everything you need to know it's got my address on it. it's got my voter district yeah. on it everything i oh, know Everything you need to know is right there. Move me along. Yeah. If I don't have that, here's my ID. Like I said, so I mean, if it's, I'm fine with with requiring a photo ID uh-huh. if it's widely available right, and, and I available agree with for that. free. I agree with that. But the funny thing is, whenever I brought that up to people, they're like, "Well, no, you can't do that. It costs too much money." Well, if you want to require a photo ID, that's the only way to do it. Right. Yeah, because like you said, otherwise it is. It's a tax, and I'm fine with it. I think there should. Why? Why isn't there a national ID? Every other, I believe, every other country in the world basically has a national ID. Most of the other countries also have universal health care, and you have to have for, some form of nation, nationalized well, identification so. for your health care. Um, so no, but that's all eleven of them. I know we ran through some of them pretty quick. But yeah. If, if, I mean, there's tons of information online about it. If you want to yeah. go online and check it out, uh, um, it's called the Liberty. They're called the Liberty Amendments. Do you remember the um, name of that lady who was on Bill Maher the other night? I don't. Let me see if I can find her name because her book is kind of talking about the negative side of those things. Um, let me. Uh, so if you read this book, I think you should read hers as well as a counter counterpoint. argument. Yeah, counter, counterpoint. Yeah. Just, just you know, to have a, a broad, um, a, a broad bo- bo- look. Bo- at yeah, it. both sides of the both argument. sides of the argument. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's it's just. There's uh, a definitely uh, an effort out there to put these or put similar um, amendments in place in the Constitution. It's just it's really interesting to me that you don't see things you know, you, don't, you don't see anything discussed on left leaning media or uh, people from the left well, talking no, about anything. Like all, this. all you see in the media right now is you've got the the conservative side, which is. Trump is awesome. The, the Democrats are trying to kill him. And the other side is Trump is a criminal. Look at what his lawyer does. Um, Nancy yeah. McLean, M-A-C-L-E-A-N. Okay. Uh, then and, the- uh, Malcolm Nance actually wrote a book. I forgot what his was about, but I, when I was on, he was on Bill Maher last week, too. I want to read his, too. Uh, it has more to do with, like, national security issues and things like that, yeah. but... But, um, I'm curious to read his. Well. Yeah, so I'd say if you get uh, if you're interested in these in these amendments or the process or anything, yeah, or the the potential problems with it, because yeah. I, I think there's probably on a rational level, there's probably far more problems with these things than there oh, are. Oh yeah, and, and and we didn't have a whole lot of time to discuss them. No, because we yelled about other things for yeah, forty five minutes, forty minutes or so. Um, but I don't know, Ian. You want you got anything to add? I mean, mm, no. Um, so yeah, yeah like I said, I'll, just, I'll continue breaking down the deep state for y'all. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> hey, you know what? You'll know be really interesting, Ian. What's that? If you had like your own show where you could like talk about that kind of stuff, it would be interesting. <laughs> but I, I honestly don't. Uh, 
I said that because Ian had a show and he did like three episodes. Yeah, well, it just it got tough because it was the format was essentially set up for me to rant about current events. But the problem is, by the time I got something going, ten other things had already happened, and yeah. I could never I could never catch up because it's not a daily thing. If I was doing it daily, I mean, well, I just yeah, and that's like when we were doing the show partisan bites yeah i mean it kind of the same problem essentially because it's I, every other week but. because what well and what i did on my because we we took turns, turns right mm-hmm. and when it was my week to do the show i just took like the top five news stories from the past right. two weeks and just kind of did something you know short five minutes when i'm talking to somebody i can talk off the cuff all night all day long but when i'm talking by myself I need some kind of a, a structure. Yeah, well, that's and why by the time I get it written out, it's it's old news. Well, see, that's why I wouldn't write anything out. I would just kind of give myself, like, like because I wanted to talk about each topic for five minutes. I just wanted to touch on it, mm-hmm. kind of give the the quote-unquote left perspective on it, and, and kind of move on. So right. I would give myself, so I'd write the topic, and then give myself you know, four or five bullet points, and then just kind of touch on each one and move on. Yeah, it still sounds like a lot of work, and I'm, I'm a very... Um, well, I'm sinfully lazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, uh, if you got any questions or comments, you can email us at contact at lifeandgeralpodcast.com. Uh, check us out on Twitter and Facebook and check out our website and all of our previous episodes. Sure. And hopefully our arguing didn't get too too intense, but it sounded like it did for me. I, so had, my, fun. I had fun talking about no, it. No, it was good. We haven't I talked, actually, but my blood pressure was way up. Like <laughs> I, I could feel my heart in my eyes. It makes me almost <laughs> want to talk about politics more often. but Well... I think we're going to. We're going to have to because we've got the midterms coming up in November. So we're going to have a lot more to talk about then. Then we could take a break for a while, and then we'll just get into the normal election cycle for 2020. So there'll be plenty of opportunity for us to talk about politics. All right. Well, until next time. Talk to you all later. Peace. My role, let me tell you about it. This shit right here, man, I'm about about it. Only real niggas reside around me. Yo, lady, drop a card around me. Dip like I know you can, bitch. Show me the rust like we in the ring. Got you some cobras, you wanna hang? Shoulder to shoulder, the niggas basic. You know I won't lie. You know that I ain't for that fuck shit. You niggas alright, but I'm way better and she love it. Know that y'all sick as fuck. Here go this tissue, bro. We taking the dub. Hoping you get you some. This hit like a pick me up. She taking my drugs. Know they see the sign. That's some dollar signs. Know they sick as fuck. Now they sick as fuck. Tell them get well soon. Tell them get well soon. Now you sick as fuck. Get well soon. Oh shit. Watch out, you the god, Billy. Oh shit. Dale.